welcome to the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Welcome to Zig Ziggler's Inspire Podcast. This is your host, Blake Lindsay. When Zig originally recorded this piece of audio, there was not the abundance of software and apps to help the salesperson stay on task and organized as there are today. However, it has been my observation that even though all these tools are easily accessed, they are not always used. So listen for the accountability tools and see if you are using all the tools you need to be successful. Let's turn it up at least a notch and listen to Zig together. Everyone needs a method, technique, or system for accountability. In athletics, the scoreboard tells who won and who lost the game. In the business world, some say the check stub tells who won and lost the game. In both cases, I disagree. The best team does not always come out on top on the scoreboard, and the best paychecks don't always belong to the top performers. The scoreboard and the check stub are indicators of performance, but they are not the final word. The true professional in any and all activities has the peace of mind that comes from knowing they did the best they could with what they had at any given point in time. The peace of mind of knowing that they are being true to the value system in which they believe. This can only be accomplished with a system that allows the person seeking success to hold themselves accountable for tasks and objectives. None of us can manage time, but each of us can account for our use of this precious commodity. We cannot control the thoughts and actions of other people, but we can make choices about how we are going to spend our time and what objectives we will seek. I believe strongly that you do have to be using some system for accountability. There are many excellent systems on the market, including our own performance planner. But a pen and a piece of paper can be the beginnings of developing your personal performance tracking system. The most important thing is not which system you use. The most important thing is that you have a system. Regardless of whether you purchase a system or develop your own, the primary components of a successful sales tracking system are a calendar. Keep only one for all areas of life. A to-do list, an idea warehouse where projects and future tasks can be recorded and tracked, and a section for setting and tracking goals. If each of these can be kept in a single book or notebook that is kept with you at all times, you will be pleased with the impact this system can have on your life. From a sales perspective, you will want to include an alphabetized section for prospects. Keep the information sheet on each prospect alphabetized and put their last name or the companies on the calendar date you have the appointment or follow-up call. This prevents you from fumbling for information should the prospect call you back before the appointment. Your alphabet tabs can double as a listing of imported phone numbers that you need with you at all times. I understand that some of you have too many prospects to carry with you at all times. Obviously, you will keep alphabetical files in a file drawer, but these can still be coordinated with your calendar and to-do list. Also include a section for notes or ideas. A journal section will allow you to record key concepts that will help you to be successful in the future. Too many people see the area of organization and discipline as a confining concept that restricts pontinity, when exactly the opposite is true. 
when the sales professional takes the necessary steps to become even more organized and disciplined, he and she is taking steps toward maximum utilization of time and effort, and this frees the salesperson in all areas of life. You have heard before that efficiency means doing things right. Effectiveness is doing the right things. One of the most effective and efficient men I know is Dave Leninger, the founder of Remax Realtors. He has established an atmosphere that encourages the people around him to get the most out of their time and themselves. Dave discovered that 47% of the top 100 Remax producers had personal assistants who handled some of the non-sales responsibilities. These helpers were involved in activities like putting up and taking down for sale and sold signs in yards, having cars serviced, routine phone calls, picking up dry cleaning, dropping mail at the post office, and the thousands of other details that can fill our time if we allow. Delegating non-selling tasks frees the professional salesperson to spend more time prospecting for and talking with clients, which is far more likely to lead to more sales more often. Increased sales means a boost to the economy and the income of the Remax associate. Interestingly enough, while these top producers work longer hours each week than the other sales associates, they are far more likely to take vacations, often taking as much as four weeks off per year. The conclusion is clear. The better you utilize your time, the more income you will generate, and the more income you generate, the more free time you will have for your family and for taking those really nice trips. In short, Higher-income salespeople work smarter, not necessarily harder, and they utilize other people more efficiently and effectively so that everybody wins. Now, wrap this portrait of the truly professional salesperson, a time-conscious, service-oriented, product-believing, profession-loving person in integrity Give him and her a genuine love for people, and you have a solid foundation for sales success. Getting the person right. Get the person right, then get the salesperson right. In the world of selling, when we get the person right, it's much easier to get the salesperson right. Realistically, until you get right, your sales world won't be right. The secret to getting you right is to get your attitude right. My intention throughout Ziegler on Selling has been to allow you to get the information necessary to make the proper choices in all areas of life so that the choices you make will yield the attitude that leads you to success. The advice I would like to share with you is relatively simple, but following it could well get complicated. Let's begin with some advice from one of the real superstars of selling, a man we've already discussed, Walter Haley. Walter made a fortune in the life insurance business and then sold his company to Kmart for somewhere in the neighborhood of $78 million, which is a mighty nice neighborhood. So he has not only made a lot of small sales, but at least one colossal sale, too. He's a man with enormous energy, unlimited enthusiasm, and a zest for life that makes you feel he's 20 years younger than his 60-plus years. Walter says that an incredibly high percentage of people spend most of their time looking back in anger 
are forward in fear. And with a double burden of anger and fear, you are literally, as Walter puts it, mortgaging your future. The anger of what has happened in the past creates fear of what is going to happen in the future. And even potentially successful people become paralyzed in the present. So, what's the solution? Step number one, go ahead and blame whoever did whatever they did to you for all of the misery and problems you've suffered in your lifetime. My psychiatrist friends tell me it's okay to blame somebody else for your problem. So get started right now blaming mom, dad, Uncle Charlie, a former boss, a former mate, a former associate, and anyone else who comes to mind for every one of your problems. Step number two, now that you've blamed others for your problems, forgive them for whatever it is they've done. In some cases, that might be extremely difficult and could even require counseling. I think of physical, emotional, or sexual abuse as examples. If you need help in forgiving, I really encourage you to do whatever is necessary to get the help you need. Until you forgive each one for the role they played, they're going to play a major role in your future. And your future is not going to be everything that it might be. As a matter of fact, it can even be dismal until you learn to forgive. Forgiving is not necessarily forgetting. Archibald Hart, a Christian psychologist, defines forgiveness as giving up your right to hurt someone back. When you forgive someone, you agree to forfeit any revenge that you previously felt needed to be extracted. You may remember the deed, but you release its power to control you, and you release your desire to hurt the doer of the deed. This is not a quick fix. Forgiving, as Dr. Hart defines the concept, is a process that works over a period of time. Step number three. Now that you've blamed someone else for your past and forgiven them, you must accept responsibility for your future. Until you accept responsibility for your future, you're going to simply relive your past and repeat the mistakes. One of the most meaningful statements I have been making over the past five years is this. Failure is an event. It is not a person. Yesterday ended last night. Today is the first day of your life. Yes, you may have failed on occasion, but you are not a failure. When you follow that statement by understanding logically and emotionally that yesterday really did end last night and that today really is the first day of your life, then you begin to truly accept responsibility for your mental health. I want to encourage you with every fiber of my being to look forward with hope to the future. As my friend John Maxwell says, if there's hope in the future, there's power in the present. For me, my emotional health is in the hands of God. In no way am I trying to impose values on you. But in well over 60 years of living, I have learned that true emotional health comes from a personal relationship with our Creator. Every person has a choice. Mine is to serve God through Jesus Christ with the power of the Holy Spirit. Let me encourage you to gather all the information you can on the spiritual aspects of life and make your own choice. When you know and understand this aspect of your health, all other areas of life are handled more effectively. 
Very well said, Zig. To be successful in sales or any profession, you need to be the right kind of person. Let me please ask you this. Are you taking baggage of unforgiven grievances into your workplace daily? Is there someone you need to forgive in order for you to release your creative energy into other more productive outlets? Think about it. Until next week, I'm Blake Lindsay, encouraging you to live your life to the fullest. Ziggler. Ziggler. Inspiring true performance.